Right. But you feel free to make a donation, but we're not selling the shit. Correct. That's how I used to run my bitches. It's just me. I don't want to fucking clean a big fucking house. Yeah. Oh, shit. That's what my bitches are for. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Uh, When we were hanging out, I didn't see any bitches hanging about. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I was at home cleaning my fucking pot. (laughs) 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 That's the only reason why you didn't see any when you were over there. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> uh, we'll stay away while he's recruiting. That's <laughs> <laughs> a very drunk bastard. Even though Sandra says I don't say bastard, right? I don't emphasize the... Bastard, no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when we just say bastard, she's like, no, it's like... Bastard. Yeah. I mean... Bastard. <laughs> Sounds like a camp. Ooh, he's such a bastard. Let's say. Posh bitch. <laughs> Such a bastard. Mm-hmm. Marjorie. Don't talk to him. He's a bastard. Fuck it. If I've got the giggles, I'm going to make sure you have them before we start. So I'm just trying to, like I said, switch it. I don't know. Switch it up a little bit. And then. A few skits and bits and bats and. Yeah, for the second half. Just because I said it's like you start to kind of run out of questions that people would answer. Well, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. You have to come out with, I swear you have to come up with more and more outlandish things and stuff, and uh, we're not all as fucking depraved as you, so fucking <laughs> don't that. we haven't got any frame of reference for this shit. Welcome to episode 35 of the Screams and Moans podcast, the podcast about movies and sex, but not together because that would be porn. This episode, I have with me my good friend and legendary drunk bastard, Ian from Hebden Bridge. Hello. Hello, Megan. Hey, up. How you doing, Tariq? Various other Yorkshire terms. Yeah, well... Speaking of Yorkshire, I still don't have my mushy peas in my Tupperware either. <laughs> I was talking to that chap only this afternoon, and he said, well, I thought, fuck it. You don't have to get it through customs, you know what I mean? They, they would have fucked. Yeah. <laughs> That's an in-joke to start off with, isn't it, that nobody else It is, use. it is, but, you know, fuck them. <laughs> They're probably all bastards as well, so... Yeah, doubtly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what else have you been up to lately? Well, getting drunk quite a lot. <laughs> you know, and, uh, actually, before I start, I'd just like to say thank you for inviting me back again. Um, I'm both honoured and surprised after the last drunken shambles. <laughs> it was a bit of a, a mess, let's face it. But um, I haven't been drinking so heavily this time. Hopefully this one will run a lot smoother. Can't make any promises though, because I'm topping up again. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, it has been about something like I think 30 episodes are pretty yes. close. Yeah, it's been a while. I guess you had to give the people a chance to forget. You know, I mean, to get over the misery of the last fucking earworm. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I was gonna say give it time for like their stomachs to. Uh, give it the right to dry up after <laughs> the fucking. Give it a bit of time for all the ladies to sort of get over their sexual fucking explosion that they had last time they heard me speak. It's taken about a year and a half, which is pretty much average, so, yeah. <laughs> pretty much wrecked for a while, then, is what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, let's say, cheers for having us on. I was quite surprised to be invited back. And let's see how I can fuck it up this time, eh? <laughs> well, you give it your best. Um but... oh. <laughs> it's good to have you back. I know um, that is still my most downloaded episode, so it can't be that shit. 
awesome. Although to be fair, I dare say most of those downloads was probably me. Me or my mum. <laughs> Between us. <laughs> Apart from that, I had one other listen. Which was Nigel Boydell just trying to be supportive. He got halfway through and said, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> There's probably more truth to that than I want to admit. <laughs> No, no, it's good having you back. Um, and yeah, I know we were talking about it before the show too for a little bit, but um, yeah, it sounds like you also kind of went and checked out the Trailer Park Boys the other day. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, we I've been a big fan of the Trailer Park Boys for a long time. Uh, about six months ago, the tickets were announced. We're coming to England. I was like, holy fuck. And on the day of the announcement, it just so happened to be payday. So I just bought up as many tickets as I could muster because I knew that the you know, my boys, everyone were all into it, so I knew that they'd, you know, they'd all bite their hand off for tickets. And then, uh, it's been a long way, we went to see them, and my God, it was funny. It was so good. We were, I had to go over to Manchester, I mean, the big city, like, ooh, scary, I'm a country boy. <laughs> we're out in the sticks here, it's all like bloody fields and sheep and fucking various things of that nature. But, um, so we went to the big smoke. Up to, up to see the concert, there were a few of us, we all got smashed as fuck before going. Absolutely hammered. Because we figured there'd be security on the doors. And anyone who knows the Trailer Park Boys, the whole philosophy is let's get drunk and high as fuck and party. Oh, yeah. So we got drunk and high as fuck and then thought, shit, we better just do all this stashing before we get there because we're going to get searched. Which we did, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I think my friend Gareth actually had a little sneaky finger up his bum at one point. Well, but he would have liked that, so come on. Probably not the first or the last of the evening, but but this one wasn't actually wanted. (laughs) (laughs) But we went in, it was fucking brilliant. It's one of those, you see them on stage, like, holy shit, the boys are actually here, man. And yeah, we got wasted, had a hell of a time. It was fantastic. They're doing their own podcast now, by the way. Are they really? On the old old iTunes and stuff. Yeah, that's uh, worth a listen. Mm. So I've not been on here in five minutes. I'm already plugging other shows. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. They've got a thousand listens. They should fucking plug in. What are we doing? Well, right. I mean, well, the so thing good. is, we'll just tag them when we tweet about it, you know. And uh, maybe we'll get some big ups on their podcast. Wouldn't uh, hurt. Oh, I, I tell you what, though, what a fantastic night. We um, went over. There's, you pretty much met everyone who came over. There's my friends Gaz, Paddy. There was a couple of Sandra and Mick. But we also met a weird Viking bloke who we made friends with sort of on the train who was going there as well. And he became our friend for, well, we were drinking with him again the other night. He sort of <laughs> became our friend. And he was wasted, falling over and cracking his head open and stuff, drunk. Awesome night. <laughs> awesome night. <laughs> Those Nordic people that come over and get drunk. I wouldn't know anything well, about that. I- <laughs> I, don't, I don't even think he's Nordic. He's just he's just a hairy bastard. So I just assumed he looked like a Viking. So yeah. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Are you talking about my no. people? Come on. I'm just kidding. <laughs> start, don't get me started on your people. The raping and pillaging that they did to our bloody uh, fine, beautiful, fucking British Isles. <laughs> I know my niece was telling me all about it when she watched the horrible histories episode oh, about it. Oh. <laughs> Horrible histories. Do you know what? For a kids' program, I actually quite dig that. I mean, mainly because it's like a ginger bird. I quite like to shag. But apart from that, it's it's actually quite funny and entertaining. Oh yeah, she uh, she definitely is into that. And yeah, she told me about how people used to poop in the street and they used to like put ashes on food to fuck. Oh what yeah. You used to. I'm from fucking Yorkshire. We only got electricity last week. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean. You can fucking walk down the street now and still slip over in somebody's Richard the Third. That's what that was on my boot. Uh. Mm. <laughs> but um well yeah, I mean obviously we were yeah, pimping other shows. But um yeah, I was gonna say speaking of comedy, I think the movie that we picked for this episode uh is definitely heavy on comedy as well. Um Absolutely. <laughs> so and this was Ian's suggestion as well. But we did Bad Taste, which is a Peter Jackson film, uh, definitely B-movie style. Uh, 
somewhat low budget, not incredibly so, but... Uh, oh, no, incredibly so, actually. <laughs> I, I suggested this film because I think it's perfect for this, you know, for, for the show. But it is actually, I think... They made it on a budget of something like twenty thousand, and he pulled in like a, and he pulled in like a hundred and fifty thousand at the box office. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, so it's a problem. But yeah, Peter Jackson, of course, of the Hobbit and the Lord of the Rings fame. Um, this is his first feature film. He got all his mates together. He had no money. They made all the props, did all the special effects themselves. Yeah. Filmed around, filmed around their neighbourhood. Which it was awesome to see as well, because I used to live in New Zealand. New Zealand. Yeah, yeah, beautiful place, and like the buildings and stuff, just a fantastic setting. But yeah, he just him got a bunch of guys together. Let's make a movie. Come on, let's do this. All the props, special effects, everything they just did it themselves. Said fuck it, we'll send it around the festivals and hey, just goes to show. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, Cause it's quite fucking bad, really. <laughs> it was in, in an absolutely bad. awesome sort of way. But um, hey, look at it now. You know, what I mean, Lord of the Rings and uh, what's that big hairy bastard called? Um, King Kong. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, actually, he probably rather we didn't mention that one with old people. Uh, but, yeah, um, we'll just yeah, certainly Lord of the Rings and shit like that. He's gone to much greater and better things. So well, quite we're talking about him on screams and moans today. I mean, that's a pretty big accomplishment. <laughs> oh, he doesn't get bigger than this, does it? Let's face it. That's right. You're in the big. You're, you're messing with the big boys now, Peter. <laughs> you get ready. I, Lots of attention. <laughs> Awesome. So um, that's that's the interesting thing about it. I mean, it just goes to show that anyone can just, especially nowadays, if you've got like everyone's got a camera on the phone, go out and make a fucking movie. Who knows? You could be the next beardy bastard winning an Oscar. There you go. Yeah. Oh, I think if you guys went round, you and your mates, and made a fucking movie, <laughs> that would be some classic comedy. <laughs> All I need to do is wear a GoPro to the pub one night, and I swear down that I'd be a fucking hit. You, you've been there in amongst us. You know how it goes. Oh, I do. I do. <laughs> you can't make that shit up, really. <laughs> but yeah, I was thinking as well, kind of watching it, and um, yeah, like you said, everything is kind of, you know, homemade, and friends and family help make it and everything, and it's like, it is kind of a reminder that, you know, even people that, you know, the the greats now, I mean, people probably have opinions whether he's great or not, but, you know... Um, keep those opinions to yourself. Um, <laughs> no. Well, no, sure. Humble, humble beginnings. Right. You're doing like a, a podcast at the moment. This time next year, who knows? You might be on CNN or some shit. You know, I mean, doing movie reviews, Megan. You know, it's one of those. A little bit of, a um, little bit of get up and go. That's all you need. The naked movie wouldn't. reviewer. Yeah, that right. being a YouTube sensation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Don't get I was, I was getting quiet there. Sorry, I was just. Uh, having a bit of an imagine to myself about things. That's right, yeah, this is cool. <laughs> I'm back in the room. <laughs> Hopefully we have all the listeners back, too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I doubt it. They'll fuck it off long ago, I would, I would suspect. But, uh, <laughs> oh, it's all right. You still get loads of fucking listens anyway, because like I say, I'll download it a hundred times or so will my mum. So <laughs> it'll, still, it'll still look good. Yeah, it'll still look good on you. We'll be keeping appearances, at least, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> So yeah, uh, bad taste. It's um, an alien invasion movie. You get that the gist of that pretty much in the opening scene, don't you? Oh yeah. <laughs> but what you don't get right away is why they're there. But you do know that it's. Yeah. What I liked about the opening scene, I mean, there's that weird guy with like a false finger, with a spliff teletape to it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right on the <laughs> on the phone to some government person going. Oh, this is this looks bad. We need a call. Let's call the army. Let's call this. Let's call. And he's got like his um, speed dial on his phone. There's a list of buttons going down, and you can't really see the first few. But he goes down. It's like prime minister, queen, mum. Then below that, the boys. Hits the boys button. <laughs> it's like right, fucking. Now we mean business. Speaking of that, I was actually looking up some stuff about the film, and interestingly enough, there's no female characters in the entire movie. Do you know what? I was actually going to mention that later on. In fact, as we go through the movie, my opinion on that will come into it a little bit later, actually. Oh. Watch this space. Hey, I've been doing my homework this time. I'm not pissed at my face. Yeah. Well, I am, but not as much as I was last time. And Sorry, I've just got a pussy out on camera. I did. My uh, my cat wants to uh, join me on the 
recording table and probably make love to my mic, but instead she's going to have to lay down. Um, and hopefully she doesn't disconnect us because she's a Riley pussy, but um, it'll be all right. Anyway, <laughs> back to the film. <laughs> we pause for this pussy break. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> so, yeah. I guess we should start at the beginning, really. It's like, um, so they've had that whole thing. He picks the boys. And, um, he cuts to a really dodgy looking bearded look. I think his name is Barry. He's <laughs> 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 just, just walking down the street in this, like, deserted town. And there's a weird guy with, uh, dressed in all in denim. Yes. With a big blonde wig on. It looks a bit like, fucking, what's it, Miley Cyrus on acid. <laughs> and he's like, going, Kids mm-hmm. turning around, they're all New Zealand going, Now, for God's sake, why don't you just leave us alone? I'm not interested, because God, better off. God. Uh. <laughs> I know, I was like, what the fuck did you get me into when I was watching that? I'm like... It is a very strange intro to a film, I have to admit. Well, and I was, at first, maybe zombies, because I was like, well, he kind of walks oh, he, like a zombie. Yeah. But the guy's holding an axe as well. He's like, he's kind of walking like a zombie as well. But we we can't figure out why he's uncomfortable in his own skin later. The clues there. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a great opening scene though. He's like, "Look, stop! This is your last chance. This is your last chance." Then <laughs> he just goes, "Bang!" Blows the fucker's head off, and that's when you first know what to expect from the movie. Really, gore, brains everywhere. <clears throat> and I, I for one was pissing myself laughing at that moment. I thought, "Yes, <laughs> this is the very movie for me." <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> Well, yeah, because you can, I mean, you can obviously tell it's very homemade effects, but, I mean, they're corny, but I won't, I'm going to say decently made. I mean, I've definitely seen worse. Well, they put the effort in to say it's just a bunch of lads, you know, a bunch of mates doing it together. It's like you or your crew or me and my boys just getting together. Let's fucking make a film, you know. So the extent they've gone to, I mean, like I say, even the guns and stuff, they look pretty realistic. They're all made out of balsa wood. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they've made them, painted them up in his own back garage and stuff. Like to, <laughs> that is fucking insane. No way. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Even the little bullets and stuff where you see them filling up the magnums and shit, they're all just like made out of balsa wood as well. They've, they've carved them and painted them, and they're just doing their own, <laughs> doing their own shit. It's mental. That is fucking mental, actually. <laughs> <laughs> see, you've done your research. Yeah. Uh, but fucking Barry though, the uh, <laughs> beardy Barry, as I like to call him. Like, what was he? What he said when he fucking shot the guy? He goes. I pity the poor bastard who's got to clean that up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but then shortly after that, I think we meet an even uh, stranger character. <laughs> I believe Derek is the man you're talking about with the glasses. Weirdest guy in the world. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Easily. I bet in real life, he's fucked. You can just tell he's one of those guys. You just know he's fucked. Have you ever watched... Um, and you like the Kevin Smith movies, you know, like Clerks and stuff like that. Um, yeah. In fact, he's got, he's got a show called Comic Book Men. There's a guy who works behind the counter there who's like a proper co- comic geek. In Clerks, he's the one who sat there having a bit of a breakdown smashing eggs onto his head. He reminded me a lot of the, that guy who did the, uh, this character, Derek, with the, the fucked up specs on. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, he definitely has a few screws loose. And then, you know, he's kind of, you find out he's kind of like lookout, but he's the... Uh, I don't know, it almost made me think at first the way that they were playing it because he's so into the whole alien thing and invasion that it's like, is this for real? Like, I was kind of going, no no way, this isn't for real. <laughs> like, <laughs> this guy I mean, you, be serious. You see, he's like wearing a nanorak. He's got really dodgy hair, big thick sort of um, Coke bottle glasses, you know, big thick glasses and stuff. Yep. And, and, and he's talking to the dude who's just shot no, see, the guy, was it Beardy Barry? Beardy Talks Barry. Talks to him on the radio. That's, that's when he comes in. He's like on the radio going, get a blood sample. <laughs> he's like, that's easy. I'll just wring my strides out. <laughs> yes. But, yeah, but he, I think Derek, he's the, um, actually probably my favourite character, actually. He's just fucked in the head. <laughs> he's obviously the uh, the one who wears like a tinfoil hat. <laughs> oh, that's what I'm saying. Oh, for sure. He's all about conspiracy theories and other weird shit going on, for sure. He's obviously waiting for this invasion 
all his life. It's like this is a big moment. He's there going, <laughs> yeah. He's, he's just on the radio. He's, you can tell he's he's half insane just from the start. He's like going, uh, what, is, what was he saying? He goes, uh, "There's no glowing fingers on these bastards." <laughs> <laughs> what about? <laughs> it's like a visit from a, a planet of Charlie Manson. No, Charlie Manson. I can't even fucking say it. No. It's like a, it's like a visit from a planet of Charlie Manson's. <laughs> I love that line. Yeah. That's great. Oh, Well, and, uh, (laughs) well, yeah, and when he's like, you know, you should be careful. He might have a bunch of mates with him, and, you know, that turns into kind of like crazy fight scene. (laughs) Yeah, well, it cuts back to Barry, doesn't it? He's wandering around this abandoned town, wondering where all the townsfolk have gone. And, uh,. He sees on the wall that, like, oh, it's collection day. Somebody's been handing out charity leaflets, which we'll come back to later in a bit. Um, but it's like, boom, out of the blue, loads more, all in denim, blonde wigs, carrying, like, all kinds of weird weapons, like, really hammers and shit. Yeah. Chase zoos and all that kind of stuff. It's just um, more and more kicking off the Rage Week 2, backwards to and draw, and you realise, yeah, this is actually real. This is a fucking full-on, full-on invasion. Well, if you could call seven blokes in a dodgy denim shirt, a fucking <laughs> right. Well, For their intents and purposes, that's what it was. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, and <laughs> I was gonna say maybe at the heart of it, this is really like an anti-denim film because yeah, all, is. all double the denim had double denim. Yeah. The fucking top, top and bottom, double denim. I, yeah. Do you know what? I hadn't thought about that, but. Maybe this is a lot deeper than we thought, this movie. You know, maybe there's more to it. Oh, I there is. Maybe there's secret, you know, message within the movie. I'm going to boycott this movie from now on because I used to be partial to a bit of double denim back in the, day, back in the 90s. There you go. But also, there's lots of to and throwing, fucking about. And uh, this is when you sort of get introduced to, like, backup starts to arrive. <laughs> <laughs> Picture it's like a big power car, big fucking sports car, rock power ballad playing out of it, full blast. Oh, total eighties. Two guys with two guys with possibly the dodgiest perms you've ever seen as well. <laughs> <laughs> Wearing white white feet are best and big fucking perms on their head, pulling up like. And they're on the the radio to Derek. Uh, <laughs> and he's like, uh, Derek's like. We caught one. We caught one. Because at this point, you see that Derek's got this guy hanging upside down from a cliff by a rope around his ankles. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and they and the just think, like, oh, he's caught a he's caught a weird fucking farmer again. That's all he's done. He's just oh, torturing a fucking. Farmer. I I thought this isn't like last month, but it's another fucking farmer, isn't it? He's caught. He's like, no, but he's talking really incoherently. And he's wearing double denim shit. Yeah, it's definitely another farmer. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and they go to him. No violence, all right? We're just here to check the situation out. No violence, sorry, if you say so. In the meantime, he's torturing the fucker. <laughs> yeah, well, that was fucking dark when he's sitting there. That was pretty brutal, to be fair. Yeah, pretty. no, and sitting there, and he's like, oh, I'm going to spill your blood, and I'm going to have you, like, what did he say, like, babbling and... Uh... Uh, well, that's it, he's, he's hanging upside down from a cliff, and Darius leaning over, and he wants to go, like... Huh. I bet this has buggered your plans for conquering the universe, you astro bastard. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I'm going to have you babbling in, like, all sorts bet, of alien yeah. languages and shit. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's, man. It's just, it's like, he's got a sole of his foot and basically big fucking bayonet thing. And he's hammering it in with a mallet into the sole of this guy's foot. So it's going up into his, like, shin bones, presumably, through his, of his foot. Oh, oh, it's fucking horrible. Blood squirting in his face. More more of the classic bad taste gore that you can see a hell of a lot more of through this, you know, through the uh, duration of the movie. Oh, yeah. His foot. But you can tell that Derek himself is absolutely off his tits because while he's hammering this knife into the guy's leg, he's howling like a wolf. Going, oh! He's alerting the other aliens, man. <laughs> well, that's it. The other double denim dudes hear all his screams, and that's when shit hits the fan. Like, they all come fucking read up to get him and stuff. Oh, and he got, he had some crazy eyes, uh, Derek, now. We, we've got the hairy guy. Uh, he He's letting Derek know that, hey, these guys are all coming at you. You better get ready. And it's like, oh, yeah, I'm ready. 
So, you know, pulls out a fucking machine gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and just starts shooting into the woods. <laughs> totally blindly. I've got any targets or anything. It's no. like spraying the area before he even sees anyone. Doesn't hit a fucking thing. No. Then they start appearing through the undergrowth and shit. That was actually one of my really favorite bits of the film, actually. It's like, it, they mix it with all the comedy as well, you know. So, like, um,. Yeah, yeah, like, like I say, he's already sprayed all his bullets out into the undergrowth. Out of ammo, this guy comes lumbering up. <laughs> so he just points the gun at him, and he knows he's out of ammo, but he just makes the gun noise with his mouth and goes, Yeah! <laughs> and then, yeah, he's sort of like, he stood there, like, shaking, like, if he riddled with bullets and stuff. And then the end, bad guy just like goes, Ha 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 ha! And fucking runs off while these guys wouldn't <laughs> yes. It's like, who's more mental, really, you know? But, of all those lumbering du- double denim bastards as well, there's one really dumb one. <laughs> it's sort of like, uh, I think that's him who, I mean, they're all fucking useless, but it's, I think that's him who was like shaking like a shiting dog when he just got the sound effects of a gun and stuff. But, I think uh, maybe he's showing us, yeah, what a real horrible movie would have looked like. <laughs> <laughs> well, I expect, maybe they were originally meant to have actual fucking bullet wounds in there. Because that's pretty much what they did for all the other shooting scenes. Just shake it. I'm going, uh, and we'll put in the. the and then they just there. cut it in there. Yeah. <laughs> so, I like to think it was a deliberate comedy moment. I'm sure it was, but it could just be that fucking the missing editing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I definitely think it was meant to be there because then following oh. as well kind of all these guys and the different attacks you know like they're swinging and hitting each other and clanging things and... oh they've got, they've got massive sledgehammers and they try to hit him over the head with it and he's stumbling around and oh spinning oh. over fences and <laughs> meanwhile he's trying he's falling over trying to reload all the time and stuff and uh, that's oh, yeah. That's a fucked up scene, actually. <laughs> it's um, it gets back to the cliff top where his alien friend is fucking hanging, well, presumably. Yes. So he's got nowhere else to go. He's like, falling, he's more or less hanging off the cliff himself. There's two guys with fucking sledgehammers trying to crack his head up, and they, they fucking one of them accidentally hits the other one in the head, <laughs> and he gets stuck in his brain basically. In the meantime, Derek's managed to reload, so he's shooting the guy. And the arm that's holding the uh, sledgehammer that's now encased in this other alien's head gets severed. So he's got this one guy walking around with like a, <laughs> a hammer sticking out of his head with a big long fucking handle and a arm hanging off the end of an arm hanging off the end of the handle. It's all dripping blood in his face off the edge of the cliff and shit. Oh yeah, can we go back though? That does remind me as well, right? So the one guy runs up the alien, one of them. Yeah. And, you know, he shoots him at close range, and there's other ones coming, so he just shoves the fucking Uzi into the alien. Yes, yes, yeah, one of them is towards him, he's shooting, and it basically shoves it through his body, doesn't he? So, like, uh, yeah. the, the muzzle of the gun is coming out of his back, the guy's laid on top of him, and he's fucking shooting. Just shooting that. the other guys like crazy. Yeah. I just remembered that as well. Yeah, I mean, there was and a when lot. When he's done, he's like, tips his gun upside down, and he's like, bits of blood dropping out the end of it and stuff. It's, oh, it's, what we haven't really emphasised that much is just how gory this stuff is. Oh. I mean, there's literally blood splatters and organs flying, and it's, it's absolutely just fucked up. Being it cracked really open. Is. It really is absolutely nuts. So, yeah, that, so that happened, then the whole hammering the head. Yes. Dangling off the rope, shit. <laughs> um, but he does like, then look down and realise this little uh, prisoner, who later find out his name is Robert. <laughs> <laughs> Robert the alien. <laughs> it's like the guy who was hanging from the end of the rope. He's gone. That's it. Jumps up. He's, he's escaped. And uh, poor Derek. He has a bit of a shocker then. Doesn't he really? It's a bit of a bad time for him where he sort of falls off the cliff. In spectacular comedy fashion, actually. Bouncing like, ow! Bagged all down the hill. Like something from a Wiley Coyote cartoon. Yeah, he's like, with a spectacular splat at the bottom when he hits the rocks as well. That's quite beautiful. Quite beautiful. I guess that's one way to describe it. Yeah, this is pretty great. Although I think it's, yeah, it's worse when he wakes up, so... So, I mean, his mates think he's dead at this point. They just assume, you know... Well, 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 like I said, the the perm, the giant perm brigade have turned up and they're on the the radio to watch his name, Beardy Barry. Barry. (laughs) 
beardy Barry. And it's like, a, he's bit the bucket, lads, he's dead, carry this shit. <laughs> this is another beautiful comedy moment. And he's like, oh man, who's going to look after his Avery now? Yeah. He, re- he really loved birds, and birds loved him. And then he comes back to him, he's just laid there spying on the rocks, all the seagulls. There's fucking birds everywhere. <laughs> seagulls eating his brains and his entrails and shit. It's fucking. Oh, that'd be pissed in that. That's fucking brilliant. So, you know, yeah. So basically, everyone thinks Derek's dead. Permagrade and uh, Bearded Barry are going to go uh, search out these other aliens. Because by this point, um, we've also met. Um, Guy going around collecting for the charities. Well, yeah, as this is all kicking off, the charity collector is coming into town. Now, this guy freaks me out. I think he was almost creepier than Derek, let's be real. To be honest, if he's not a paedophile, I don't know who is. With that moustache and that haircut, I swear down, that is the most noncy-looking bastard you've ever seen in your life. And his little fucking Morris Minor or whatever he's just driving. <laughs> it's oh, You've never seen a more sinister-looking sort of child Oh, and when he puts bastard. on the fucking fake little, you know, so he looks like a member oh, of the clergy. Oh, cuts out a bit of cardboard yeah. to put in his collar so he looks like a priest and shit so he can go and collect all the money off the old Yeah. Place. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Dodgy oh, as he, fuck. Out of everyone in there, that fucking give... Oh, that could give me the creeps. Ugh. He's worse it's than Derek. Yeah. Oh, well, Derek's... He's a legend, so... But um, it's pretty fucked. He's walking around doing his collections, and he bumps into, I think it's Robert, you know, Robert the alien who escaped? Yes. It, oh, it definitely was, yeah. And um, Robert's there with another alien who's been killed in a previous thing with half his head missing, eating the guy's brain with a spoon. Yeah. <laughs> so it's delighted, little, actually. This weird little three-dollar charity collector shits himself, obviously, and runs off going, what the fuck? <laughs> And like runs off, jumps in his car, try to start it. You know the typical fucking oh, chase yeah. you've seen you know, in a hundred other movies. Try to start the car, and the guy's like it's reaching not out. Start oh. the guy's oh. shoving a yeah. sword in the window. <laughs> <laughs> but last minute, he manages to drive away, even though the guy's like hands trapped in the window, and he he manages to escape. But the to, guy can uh, keep up with the car for quite a while there. Oh, well, it's just going on for a fair while, like yeah. And I'll, to be honest, I was, I was rooting for the alien on that one. I thought, he's definitely a child molester. Just kill him, dude. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've seen State of the Bastard. I'm sorry. I don't like to be judgmental, but he's a wrong I, I can tell you now, he was a wrong Maybe in real life, if he sh- it maybe just grew that tash for the role. In real life, maybe he's a very nice person. But in that get-up, nah, definitely no. a nonce. Definitely no. a nonce. And he looked a little too comfortable <laughs> later on when he had, like, the apple in his mouth and he's sitting there in the van with well, vegetables. Well, well, that's what, well, that's what we're coming to. He, sort of, um, he escapes up to, like, a really nice, beautiful house, actually, isn't it? It's really, really nice, oh, like, yeah, homestead. Yeah, nice, huge homestead. Knocks on the door, looking for help. <laughs> and he's not knowing that this is the base of the aliens, basically. The door gets answered by a massive, hairy, beardy bastard. He's the chef, chef alien. The chef alien. Wearing a chef hat <laughs> and holding a big mallet. It's like, I watch it, I was laughing, I was thinking if, um, if Scott Taylor from the Doghouse Bastards radio show was having a barbecue. <laughs> 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 That's what he looked like with his big beard and his chef's hat and a big fucking mallet, this huge guy. <laughs> so, of course, he dutifully clonks the guy on the head. Wallop. <laughs> In comedic... <laughs> Old school comedic fashion as well. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Fantastic. Then it sort of fades to black. And that that's when he sort of um he fades to black and he wakes up and he's in like a giant cooking pot like a cauldron with loads of floaty vegetables around him and shit and an apple in his <laughs> and an apple in his taped in his mouth. <laughs> but this is actually the scene where you get to meet like the big boss of the aliens for the first time. He, he he's downstairs and he's like talking to this weird pedo charity collector. Yes. It's like, um, where are having you for dinner? Oh, it's kind of shit. <laughs> and again, that gave rise to one of the best lines of the movie as well, because as he's walking off, he's like, uh, save me the head, Reg. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, like, they've all got ace names, like <laughs> Robert and Reg and well, <laughs> Barry. I, love... <laughs> I was going to say, I love that. Um, for me, oh, the bit was when the, 
the chef is like sharpening his knife, and Robert brings up the other little knife, and he's like, he cuts his throat. "Yes." That's how he cuts his throat, and and that poor weird weird guys in the cauldron going, "Ha ha!" laughing at him. Yeah. And spurt a blood hits him right in the face, and he starts crying again. Oh, <laughs> more gory, more gore, yeah. <laughs> but I love that show. I love the Ed Ridge. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because, uh, yeah, essentially they're, um, I mean, it'll come up a little bit further in the movie as well, but I mean, that's where you kind of know, it's like, they're here for a food source, you know, like, you kind of got that when um, the guy was eating the brains and shit like that, but. Yeah, he was his mate's brains rather than humans, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? Like, um, they don't really have morals. Well, basically, well, from the only scene, you know, they here with good intentions good intentions were they really you know? no um, but Barry in the meantime Barry the beard that's yep. how it's he doesn't get called beardy Barry at any point in the movie this is just my own how I like to think of him <laughs> you know but um, he witnesses the whole getaway of this guy and the uh, plonking on the head from the big chef guy and realises that this is the base and he starts calling in help and stuff like you know, to uh, he witnesses the kidnap basically and causing the boys to, um, well, basically to sort of rescue out. Yeah. And this goes back to, if you remember, we, we, you were talking about how there are no girls at all in the movie. Yes. Right. Here's my theory. These guys are all geeks, probably a member of, like, the audio video club. I expect they didn't actually know any girls, right? <laughs> <laughs> so they had to get the weediest, daftest-looking motherfucker to play the role of the captured princess in the castle. That's why they've got this weird little moustache fucking charity bloke there. You know what I mean? It, I, that's the sort of thing that would produce... I'm not saying it's right. Right. We love you, ladies. They traditionally... We, we know you can look after yourself, but traditionally that's the role played by a lady screaming, going, Ooh, help me, I'm going to be cooked by fucking... Oh, no, me. somebody but save they, me. But these guys are so lame, they don't actually know any girls. <laughs> <laughs> so they have to get the, the weediest fucked up looking bastard that they have to basically play the role of the captured princess in the castle <laughs> that's my theory of it anyway you, know, but, um, you see it all comes full circle these things. It, know, it does uh, well and I was also thinking you know when we talk about the reason the aliens are here and um, you know it's basically to find they're like fast food moguls right like they're here to like <laughs> come out with the next best fast yeah. food sensation. Yeah, so, it's like a human flesh is the t- it's a new taste sensation of the galaxy. Kind of thing. Yeah. They're, they're basically an intergalactic McDonald's. Right. And well, they just see it as a planet full of livestock. Well, I was going to say, maybe this was like uh, one of the first anti-fast food films as well. Oh, well, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Big corporations. Oh, yeah. I'm trying, to think, I'm trying to remember the name of it. it was, it's got quite a funny name, the corporation. Um, fucking hell, I can't, I can't think of what it, what it was called, but you'll just have to watch the movie yourself, boys and girls, and then you can oh, find definitely. out. I'm sure that the link will be on the website at www.screamsandmoans.com and in the show notes. But don't see what I did there. Yeah. Wallop, professional. Right, anyway, so... Good <laughs> job for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but basically, they're, they're an inter- intergalactic fucking McDonald's You've seen human flesh as the uh, greatest taste sensation of the galaxy, and they've sent down basically a landing party just to take a few samples back, make a few burgers back home, just to prove it to the big wigs, and then they could come and farm us properly on a industrial basis. Yeah. The way I explained that actually was quite more fucking complicated than the pot itself, really. <laughs> <laughs> they don't go into that much detail. They're going, yeah, basically we're going to eat the bastards. Well, they but, um, You're right. Well, yeah. Basically, it's just like you said. It's the, gonna be the new taste sensation sweeping the galaxy. <laughs> then we're gonna, you know, make shitloads of money. It was the the company. It's known as Crumbs Crunchy Delights. Yeah, yes. that's the name of that. Crumbs C- Crunchy Delights. <laughs> that, this is gonna be their new their new uh, taste sensation. <laughs> Their <laughs> <laughs> competitor's name though, I'd never fucking remember that. It's oh, like, it's something. It's something to do with. Was it something moon moon rat something or another? It was called um, I don't know something moon rat burgers or some shit that we're gonna blow them out of the water. This is the new thing that's yeah. You know, this is the 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 new thing. Yes. Right. <laughs> 
Well, and then, you know, as he's giving that speech in inside this place, you know, obviously they're in the back scenes, you know, some of the guys are trying to, you know, get in and um, rescue this, this guy, but... Yeah, well, you know. well, well, I say, well, Barry, Beardy Barry, so yes. he, he sort of witnesses the kidnap, kidnap and, and calls in the perm brigade, you know, the uh, the boys, oh, trying yeah. for a rescue and stuff. So they're, they're all there, like, going, uh, it's, it's not a Ford Capri. You probably don't know what a Ford Capri is, but in this country in the 70s, it was like a, a working-class band sports car. <laughs> but it looks, it's the same sort of really cheesy, low-rent, let's pretend we can afford a sports car type car thing. Just the sort of thing that knobheads drive, basically. To tell you the truth, I fucking love the Ford Capri, though, I don't know why. <laughs> That's saying but, it, but by they, the way. They, they're really hard to steer in. I've, I've crashed one before. But anyway, um, <laughs> um, so they're, um, right, this is serious. <laughs> they're putting on all the little balaclavas and shit and getting the guns out. We've got to do this. We've, no one can see us, it, you know. We're we better contact. We better contact base and give him the code word. Could give him the code word. Like, what's the code word? The code word is the bastards have landed. <laughs> <laughs> the bastards have landed. <laughs> so they get there's a bit of a montage and strapping all the guns and the balaclavas and all that shit. They're ready to kick some ass and go and rescue what I'm sure I insist should have been a girl. But instead, it's this weird little pedo-looking dude. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so while all this is going on, the the aliens, they pretty much, as far as they're concerned, they've pretty much completed their mission. They're getting ready to fly back up with their samples or whatever, and they're having a bit of a meeting in in the in the house. Like the the big boss guy, who I'm trying to think, who he reminds me of. He reminds me, I think he might be somebody who was like once an American senator or something, but he's 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 got like a British accent, but he's a weird looking old guy. Anyway, that's irrelevant. But, um, I get what you're like, saying. He looks like, in general, he looks like a politician. Not well, a I, I suppose that's why they chose him to play the, you know, to play the the boss. I suppose. But yeah. um, it's like up on the landing of the staircase in the hallway below him. All the double denim clad blonde dudes are there. He's giving a speech <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. And while his speech is going on, it's all about you know how, how great this fucking new fast food's going to be and blah blah blah. All the all the townspeople are collected in just a few oh, cardboard boxes. Well, that's it. The the, um, the boys sneak in the back and they found the town the, the townspeople. There's piles of cardboard boxes, and you know that they're in there because they're all like leaking bits of blood and there's bits of brain on the floor and all this kind of shit. <laughs> Which they try to pick up for them. They just start yeah. mopping the fucking floor. Yeah, like, the floor. <laughs> there's going to be an accident in here. But, yeah. but they get interrupted. <laughs> By a guy who's carrying a big glass bowl. <laughs> like, I'm already like, cringing because I know what's coming now. I know. This <laughs> is fucked up. And he catches him. So they, they, uh, they basically manage to subdue him, twist his neck, and that's all quite gory and horrible as well. And uh, one of the guys says, Right, I'm going to find out what the fuck's going on here. So he gets dressed up in the denim shirt and all that malarkey. So I'm going to go and join this meeting and see what I can... No, gather a bit of uh, intelligence, you guys, wait here. And if, as he's going, he's passing the big glass bowl. He was carrying this, you better take that with you. So they're in the, like, this lobby of this fucking lovely house. And the boss is like going, blah, 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 yes, we're going to fucking take it over. We're going to be very successful. It's all fucking marvellous, blah, blah, blah. Yep. And um, he, he just stood there, like, nodding along with the rest of the being groundlings. You know, the, the rest of the... Yeah, completely unaware of uh, what's about to happen. Well, anyway, <laughs> this is when we see Roberts again. <laughs> he's being carried okay. in. Like, imagine how people might carry a big log if they use it as a battering ram. He's like face down. They're carrying him in a row. Yes. And like motion him. He's got to hold out this glass bowl. And they carry Robert forward until his head's over the bowl. And he pre- proceeds to vomit. I'm, I'm gipping thinking about it. Yeah, oh, it's fucking the most disgusting. obnoxious, fluorescent, green, chunky, fucking horrible puke you've ever seen, and it fills this bowl up with it. And all the brains everywhere and the fucking guts and shit, I could cut with. But that puke, no, that was nasty as fuck. Oh, it was chunky. It was, oh, it was, it was hard to watch. Oh, and oh. then the boss guy goes, oh, very good, Robert. I see the gruel is ready. <laughs> and they pass it to him, and he just takes it, takes a big 
fucking sip out of the bastard. I'm like, ooh, ooh, no, no. And they're all fucking... This gives right light to my yeah. favorite line of me as well. He's <laughs> like... And it makes a horrible sort of gurgling noises. Oh. I did notice like, the sound effects throughout the movie like, were... Oh, it's disgusting. Yeah. Uh, and then he like as he's about to pass the ball, he goes, "Oh, aren't I lucky? I got a chunky bit." Oh, <laughs> oh you nasty motherfucker! Nasty motherfucker! <sighs> and they proceed to pass it around everyone. And bear in mind, yeah. this guy is there in disguise amongst them. Yeah. And the ball gets handed to him, and he's like, "Fuck that!" And everyone stops and looks at him, so he knows he's got no choice. So he raises it up. He's like. Again, that horrible slurping noise. Oh, yeah, God, that's... I'm and just they like also know the is cool. Wretch right now. But, but what made me laugh is at the time, the, the other guy with the perm is peeping around the doorway, pissing himself laughing at his mate having a drink of some puke. <laughs> but, but at the same time, what fucked me up is he went back for another sip. He thought he were all right, didn't he? Like, he was... <laughs> 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 oh, man. oh no, God, that was so oh. fucking gross, though. Yeah. <laughs> You're just laughing because you would totally do that to one of your mates. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> fucking oh, looking around I'm, the corner. I'm, I'm laughing. worse than the bastards, trust me. <laughs> but, uh, so we're up to the point they've all drank some vomit, which is a bit gross. Yes. Um, but in the meantime, in the back room, they found that weird guy in the cauldron and sort of rescued it and they tried to sneak him out of the house. Yep. Dinner is running out the door. That's the one. Job's fucked as far as, like, uh, brunch is concerned. But, um... <clears throat> Excuse me, but they try to sneak out, and uh, there's guards everywhere. They're doing their best to be sort of um, covert, you know, try to sneak out and just get. Oh out. yeah. And then come back with troops later, kind of thing. But in the meantime, uh, <laughs> Derek is waking up. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. This <laughs> oh, so he's got a massive. <laughs> chunk of skull missing. It's like a big flap. It's like a hinge at the bottom. Almost a I was going to say, it, it is like his head, a hinge. It can, like, it just drops down like a big flap. And he's like picking his brains up off the floor and shoving them back into the back of his head and stuff and like securing it with a belt or a hat or some shit. And, like, it's like, and that sounds even more fucking duality than he already was. Oh man. Well, and I was going to say like throughout the whole rest of the film as well, he just keeps shoving different brain parts from like everybody into his fucking brain through the. It's it, it just, it's just a gibbering fucking wide-eyed wreck at this point. It's like, but he's still obsessed with getting these alien fuckers. So he's like, right, um, he heads up to the up to the farmstead or homestead, whatever it's called. Yes. It, himself, and he's got a chainsaw this eyed, time. That fuck, was pretty fucking awesome. See what fucked me up though, right? It, it shows he was there. He's falling about like a. His hat falls off, which is holding the back of his head on. And his brains start falling out again. So he's having like a seizure on the floor. But he manages to like put his brains back in and close the flap. And then he, he secures it with a belt around his head. That's right. But then he goes back to his car, which is covered in brush and twigs and stuff. Yeah. For some reason, he's got cardboard cutouts of the Beatles. As, <laughs> in, as in, love, love, me do. Yeah. yeah. The Beatles. The Beatles. In his car, like passengers and shit. In the full Doctor, not Doctor, Doctor Pepper's a drink. <laughs> Sergeant Pepper. Sergeant Pepper's fucking uh, get-up and stuff. It's yeah, no, Sergeant it's Pepper's fun. Lonely Hearts Club band is all there in his fucking yeah, they're vehicle. They're all there in this car, perfect camel cutouts in the passenger seats and everything. It's like, well, there's no explanation of why they're there. They don't serve any purpose. They're just there. Like, what the fuck's that all about for starters? But it's, it's driving up to the, gets as close as he can to the fucking mansion. Again, it's falling all over the place because half his head's hanging off. Yes. But uh, that's when he goes to the car, brings out fucking chainsaw. <laughs> and I love that. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing because I'm thinking about. So instead of when he goes to enter the house, and you think he starts sawing at the door, right? You'd think he just like saw it open, right? But instead, he sawed out a silhouette of himself, and then just like plops it down and walks through. <laughs> Perfect silhouette. You know, like in a cartoon, Tom and Jerry or something, somebody runs through a wall and there's a perfect, just outlined silhouette of them where it's gone through. He hasn't smashed it. He's like that. He's even cut out a little hole for his chainsaw and stuff and walked through it. He's just through the side of the house. But um, before he gets to the house, there's a funny bit where he pulls up in the car and there's like a, an alien there. He's got no legs. He's just sort of like sat there. He's just the top half of his body. 
he's like fingering his entrails, just like looking at him like, what the fuck's going on here? And that's when he gets a chainsaw and goes like, mm, I'm going to have you. And this poor alien, all he does is he sounds like my pinecone pine cones. He just picks up a pine cone and keeps chucking him with the guy's head. And manages to fend him off just with the guy with the chainsaw. <laughs> just like fucking pine cones off his fucking head. <laughs> it's just like, what's that all about? Man? But that, that's the side, yeah. So basically, Derek is now absolutely fucking insane and decided to join the party with a chainsaw. Yeah. <laughs> and it's uh, like, oh... Derek's back. We thought you were dead. And then they just carry on with the fighting. Oh, and everything. Well, I mean, in the meantime, there's a proper battle going on. It's all kicking off. It's all proper kicking off. And yeah. well, 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 Derek's going apeshit. Well, they're still trying to sneak out of the house, but they get spotted. Gunfire breaks out. Gunplay starts. And so it turns into a blazing gun battle kind of thing. But um... And we finally start to see what the aliens really look like as well. It's, it's, Brilliant. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> Not what I expected. Very... Yeah. You've got to give it to them, though. <laughs> so they cost you themselves. This is pretty cool. But I've got to say, the, the award for the best alien arse cheeks in any movie ever has to go to Bad Taste. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. They saw, like, saw like rip out of their jeans, fucking Hulk style, but they've got these massive fucking pockmarked fucking arse cheeks. It's like something from a, a gay pride march where they're all got assless chaps, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're, they're all really bad diseases. They're all running around with fat bellies and fucking. It's just I can't do anything but laugh though. It's just like little asses, little ass cheeks. <laughs> it's like all of a sudden it's just pants, but then it's just ass hanging out, and then they've got these massive heads as well, well, and massive bodies as well. What, what, one thing I spotted as well, around the time when they also like take their true form, throughout this film actually, there are quite a few little references to um, various other films or their love of cartoons is obviously, obviously shown. Uh, you know, hence that silhouette when he's cutting out the when Derek's cutting out the shit. But there's like a little to and fro going on. It's one of them calls the other one codpiece face, right? Yeah, it's just like a little line, but most people won't pick on it. I was but gonna say, is, I'm looking, yeah. <laughs> No, that, it's just like a, a little line, you know, like, ah, shut up, codpiece face. But that is totally a throwback to the, a show called The Young Ones with Rick Mail and Aid Edmondson and stuff. You'll have heard the boys on Strange Times talk about The Young Ones a lot. Oh, yeah. But, but cod, we are codpiece. pipping the shit out of podcasts today. We are, we are. <laughs> but, but I'm sure that that's definitely a reference to The Young Ones. I mean, I think this was filmed in 1987, so it's Oh, yeah, years. so it would have been. Came yeah. out, so I'm sure that's a little throwback to there. Actually, speaking of Strange Times... Derek, when he's going a bit apeshit, does remind me a bit of Cat Sorens when he's had too many fucking sherries and trying to record a podcast. Like, yeah, he's just like, <laughs> <"Ooh."> <laughs> so, so who would be Bearded Barry, though? <laughs> would that be Charlie or, or Davian? <laughs> and who would be the Perm Brigade? <laughs> I don't know. Who, who's completely monotone and fucked? I don't know. I don't, uh, <laughs> anyway. Analogies can only go so far. Have a, a poll on the website. <laughs> yes. As far as I'm concerned, though, those are the best alien buttocks you're ever going to see. Oh boy, <laughs> things are getting a little hot here butter. now. <laughs> Do you need a minute? <laughs> uh, I've just had about thirty seconds. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, so. Um, We've not seen Derek for a while, we just know that he's broken into the house. It's, it's mainly concentrated on the, the perm-having dudes that shooting and try to get the weird fellow they've rescued out of the house. They, um, <laughs> there's some good fight scenes, actually. Again, some really good references to uh, cartoons and stuff there. It's, it's all very Warner... Um, not fucking... Is it Warner Brothers? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Warner Brothers cartoons and stuff. Yeah, oh, there's yeah. Some, there's some, uh, some, some good references to that in there. And um, <laughs> this is when we see Derek again. He's it's like an alien. He's got his back to a door. This guy's got his gun about. To, the alien's got his gun about to shoot the dudes. Also, you see this chainsaw come up above the guy's head through the door, right down, and basically cleaves the guy's head in fucking two and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> and the guy's like, "Fucking nice one." <laughs> that, that, they're like, "That's what we're saved." But Derek, by this point, has completely lost his shit. He sticks his head through the door. It's like uh, Jack Nicholson, Nicholson in, uh, was it The Shining? Here's Johnny! Yes. Like one of those moments. 
But rather than saying anything like um, classic, like here's Johnny, he's just yes. like with wide eyes going, Bastards! Bastards! <laughs> bastards! <laughs> <laughs> and the rest of the team just go, Fucking hell, it's Derek, he's alive! And he's gone fucking ape shit! Let's go! Go <laughs> <laughs> <Still> team! <laughs> but, but fucking leg it and just leaving the codes, carnage, chopping the fuck out of everybody with a chainsaw. And they start jumping the car, try to escape. Because the car's full of little wibbly holes and it fucking um, breaks down. So the perm guy's like, get this dude to safety. The guy who should have been a girl if he knew any girls in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going back to finish them off. <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> and his mate ends up going back with him and stuff. But this is when they get a bazooka out of the back of the car. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, it wouldn't be an action-packed alien film without a bazooka. A Come on. So he's yeah. running up, and he's there, and he boom, fires off this bazooka. The rocket goes and blows a massive section out of the front of the house. Now, as an aside, this house was actually belonged to an old lady, who I believe was a friend of Peter Jackson's mum. And she gave him permission to film and basically mess the place up as long as they left it in the condition in which it was left. You know, it was the condition in which they found it. Yes. In the, the movie, you see it, half the house gets blown up. But again, a tribute to how much effort these guys put into it. They actually got little bits of wood and made a scale model of the house like, out of like a lollipop fucking sticks. Right. Pop, pop Absolutely people, perfect yeah. scale model. And that's, and that's what, yes, yeah, sorry, popsicle sticks. Yeah. Whatever you say in your weird country. Um, uh... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they made a perfectly identical scale model that they could blow the shit out of. For it. Again, the, right, the effects. Yeah. It is good effects. I mean, you look at it, and as far as you're concerned, you, the you house think it's a real fucking top. house that's destroyed. Oh, Ooh, yeah. It's perfect replica. It's fantastic. <laughs> the guy's like, that's a historic homestead. <laughs> 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 that, that was it, actually. Yeah, that's one of the best lines. Though. He's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? That's a historical homestead. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they run back in and fucking, he's like, yeah. I've got another one here too. You know, another fucking yeah. rocket. But he chucks his bazooka down. They go back in, kick some more ass as you do. Oh yeah. Uh, just, but um, like I say, Derek's going fucking ape shit at this point. He's fucking chopping up aliens. He's cut the head off an alien, and brains on the floor. He picks up some alien brains, undoes his head flap, and stuffs some of the alien brains into the back That's of his head. That's what I'm saying. He's just shoving yeah. everything in there. He probably finds like bubble gum on the floor. Like fucking shove that in there. Like. Who knows what he'd be shoving in that head is. <laughs> that's, what, that's when he really goes fucking mental. <laughs> He's like, this guy's absolutely lost his shit completely, man. <laughs> <laughs> if I actually Derek, that might have happened before the whole, the guys running away a bit, where you go, oh, fucking hell, yeah. Derek's got ape shit. Well, because it's all... I'm getting uh, technology mixed up a bit. But well, and I was going to say, I mean... It, oh, so that's why I'm... <laughs> and at this point too, I was gonna say like, it's all a big fight scene essentially. So, yeah. I mean, it all kind of, but you know, like I said, in that kind of almost cartoonish kind of comedy style with with all of that, and then like you said, it moves on to the bazookas, and you know, at that point we find out that you know now the the big the big dude is like, oh, I've got to get the fuck out of here, right? So. There is one bazooka moment that we should touch on, though, <laughs> which is actually, I think, I I first watched this film over a decade, decade ago. I've seen it many times. It's a classic. But this is my most rewound and rewatched scene of probably any movie ever. As I say, they've um, they've blown a big hole in the fucking the bazooka in the front of the building, and um, they've got another rocket. Bang! They fire it in. It goes through the hole they've made. It's about to hit like the head boss, but it sort of moves out of the way. It flies out the back window, goes right through the house, out the back window, and it cuts to a scene, a really peaceful-looking little pasture with just a, a lone sheep <laughs> in the middle of the field. And the sheep like looks up and goes, Meh! Then, <laughs> BAM! Fucking explodes, and the fucking sheep goes and shit. <laughs> it's just the timing of it, honestly. I've never rewound, apart from porn, I've never rewound I was gonna say. a movie that much <laughs> in their life, honestly. Fucking ace. In fact, when I recorded, I'd probably go back and watch that yet again. And again. Fucking... And again. And again. And again. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so we're getting towards the end of the movie now. It's sort of, um, they've pretty much killed everyone apart from the boss. 
Yeah. So the the perm dude, the, the perm dudes are like escaping from the house, and you just see the boss is like side his chair. All of a sudden, he pulls a few levers and shit. Again, this is awesome special effects to say they've done it themselves. Oh. In back garden, oh you know? yeah. Basically, presses your buttons and the the house converts into a spaceship. <laughs> and um, basically, it's getting ready to fucking take off. It fucks off up into the sky. They're like fucking hell, we've escaped, but. Course, they realise Derek. Derek is still in the house. Oh, Derek's still in the house. <laughs> Cuts to some Wait. rather dodgy special effects. You can just see like the, the earth disappearing in the distance out of the window and all that shit. <laughs> Derek's like, holy fuck, man. <laughs> yeah, but it's coming up, though, to like, for some reason for me, the best fucking part of the movie. Because... <laughs> so, yes, they're obviously out in space and, you know, he's got one track mind, right? He's still going to get these fucking aliens. Oh, yeah, it's absolutely fucking apeshit by this point. Absolutely yeah. Mental. So the boss dude, he thinks he's gotten away with it. He's all good, right? But then he starts hearing something. <laughs> and, yeah. So he looks up, and Derek has, uh... <laughs> Hold on. Carry on. All right. <laughs> so Derek has, uh, sawn a hole in the uh, ceiling, and, um... And he's like, basically like, take this motherfucker, and just like, Dives in the fucking top of the Again, another cartoon reference is a big circular hall, circular yeah. hall, circular, <laughs> circular hall cut in the floor. I saw it. It's directly above the dude. Basically, ends up going through him, like completely. He dives down, down chainsaw first, and he straight yeah. through the guy's head. Straight through the head. <laughs> comes out of his, his ass. Body. Yes, comes out his ass. And then I love it, he hits the floor, and he just goes, I'm born again! I'm like, born again! It's like, what the fuck? That was like the best. Oh, it's fucked. I mean, I mean it it's, so it's, it's such a disgusting scene, though, because he's like, oh. slowly going, dropping through this alien's body, head first, and there's all like organs, chunks of liver, fucking all kinds of goo and stuff flying everywhere. And the guy's, the alien's like still stood up, just like shaking. But you just see like his little head appeared out of his ass. His feet are sticking wiggling out of the top of his head. His head <laughs> and he just drops down like in a pool of gore. But you're right, that is one of the best lines. That is fucking brilliant. <laughs> I'm bored again. <laughs> He's fucking mad as hell. <laughs> you know, just crazy. <laughs> but... um, well, that's when he goes to the proper fucking mission. Then he realizes. Earth's fucking million light years behind him, so he's like, right, autopilot for the homeland. I'm ready for you, you bastards! Ah! <laughs> so puts on the fucking face. He puts on the skin of the boss that he's just fucking fallen through like a fucking, <laughs> fucking costume. And he's off to their home world to kick some serious alien ass. Fucking Derek. Legend. <laughs> <laughs> So, so yeah, and I mean, really, the rest of the movie doesn't matter. There's not a whole lot to it. No, not not really. The rest of the gang sort of meet up, meet up, and sort of head off into the literally into the sunset. They actually have a sunset scene where they're fucking driving <laughs> off into <laughs> with the Beatles. Yeah, with the Beatles in the car. Yes. Beautiful moment. <laughs> so yeah, I I definitely think um, this has been one of the more unique films I've had suggested that we watch on screams and moans. Um, I, I'm glad you I'm glad you decided to go with it because I, I knew it'd be something that um, it'd be appropriate. <laughs> it's like well, it's the most inappropriate fucking film of all time, really. But it's like um, appropriate for this scenario at least. <laughs> as appropriate as screams and moans gets, pretty no, much, yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I mean, I guess what would you want to say to somebody who's considering checking out the film or debating it? I, w- I would say watch the shit out of it. Absolutely watch the shit out of it. Twice. Especially the sheep. Yeah, just Honestly. keep rewinding on the sheep, evidently. Watch it, enjoy the magnificence. Because we've only covered like the, the basic plot. You need to see the fucking the props and the old CB videos and the blood and the gore and shit for yourself. Like you said, we haven't really covered, you know, we talk about it, but the effects, the comedic and other kind of like fight scenes and other things that are almost cartoonish. Oh, it's, um, it's definitely over the top on a small budget for sure. 
and it's a significant film in that it launched the career of one of our most prolific fucking film directors of our day. You know what I mean? Peter Jackson, for fuck's sake. So if nothing else, take an inspirational fucking thing from it. You know what I mean? If you've got... If you have a dream, you can have a dream come true. That's Damn. the only inspiration I'm going to say tonight, so you can get two for Mistress Agnes. I put the strict in Lake District. Agnes is a sight to behold with her pale, delicate skin, meticulously styled white hair, and intense sapphire eyes. The only indication of her madness, a homemade shirt with velvet letters, which stated, I escaped from Maudsley and all I got was this shite t-shirt. She took the bus to Windermere, looking for temporary work and a new start in her advanced age. This is where we first meet Agnes, as she meets with Flaky Otter's career agency. Hello, please, have a seat. I'll tell you where you can sit. She said under her breath. Oh yes, thank you. She said with a pleasant smile. Please state your name. Mistress Agnes. Nice to meet you, Miss Agnes. Mistress Agnes. I stated that quite clearly, yes? I'm very sorry, uh, Mistress Agnes? So what brings you to the Flaky Otters Career Agency? I've recently been relieved. I'm currently for a career change, and I recently relocated to the Lake District. I see. So where are you from? Most recently or originally? If you expect clear answers, you must ask clear, precise questions. Uh, let's go with your most recent employment. Headmistress at Maudley Mental Institution, London. So, you uh, have some experience in the mental health field? You could say that. What would you describe as your strength? Strong communication and organising skills. Pain, staking attention to detail, punctuality, cleanliness. I never leave any evidence behind. And the ability to influence others and, you know, compel them to do certain things and certain actions. Well, sounds like how she tends towards leadership roles. Oh, undoubtedly. I'd like to think I'd take command at any position. Sounds great. So, it may seem like you're a bit overqualified, but there are sorted of jobs at the moment, you understand. I think I've got just the job for you. Mm -hmm. 